My name is Dylan Garland. I'm Chelsea Camo. I am Holly Stevens. And we are totally screwed. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Haunted, um, where we're about to dive into, uh, you know, uh, Haunted's Godfather trilogy, Mm. the perfect trifecta, the triangle, the triforce, all that is holy. And unholy. (sighs) You you okay, Dylan? Yeah. It's funny. What we're about to talk about is probably my favorite episode so far. Oh, good. uh, Because it is just scary as hell because of what happened so the usual beyond haunted team me holly chelsea chelsea is our audio person i am i am uh listening to you all the time mm-hmm. while you guys run around in sorry the dark. about that it's okay i enjoy it it's entertaining sometimes i bet <laughs> i'm dylan i see you all the time uh, that's also creepy yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry for that as well <laughs> never mind uh and and holly's here and she is one of the hosts of the show that's right haunt you're you're very you're very like confrontational today am i yeah it's cool i'm i'm tired and i've been recently stirred up by this episode (laughs) uh never mind what (laughs) i was gonna ask you i'm gonna need you to figure out something for me but anyways uh inside joke so today's episode we are talking about barrington passage part one and uh we are in the western county's military museum in barrington which happens to be my hometown yes it is and last time we were somewhere where it was my hometown um things happened and if you want to know about that go back and listen to cooper's in or watch it if you have east link uh yeah me and hometowns not not doing i'm over two yeah and you know what <laughs> happens in the other place seaside yeah oh yeah oh yeah I, that's right let's just spoiler oh for three on the end of this one yeah <laughs> So uh, we're we're actually specifically in Riverhead, which is uh, literally where I grew up. Like I could walk two minutes up the road and that's where I grew up and spent a lot of my childhood. Um, and before we dive into what happened in the actual like investigation part of this, we got to talk about one thing because apparently Mother Nature was warning us to get the hell out of there pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that did make sure. That was... That was- fun <laughs> yeah so interesting the way this episode opens you have a lot of this beautiful b-roll of barrington passage it was it's beautiful nice you get paul's laid over some great music a nice little bit of uh voiceover work and the shot where you know we're, we're slowly panning down a nice calm river <laughs> <laughs> and then we go down the little bit of rapids and all that stuff we went to shoot the sign after that hoping to beat what looked like clouds coming over and we wanted it to look a little nice mm-hmm. so we're sitting there and we have the camera aimed towards the the sign and uh i don't think torrential downpour is even the best word to use it was like boom yeah like it was a, a second buckets yeah. of rain it was like all of a sudden there's like two little drops and then like after that it was like here it is <laughs> it's like warning here you go. And then you've got two <laughs> seconds to get back. So if anybody in Barrington's listening to this and you were watching outside of your window, 
on that specific corner. That would have been funny. You that would have been hilarious. <laughs> you saw Chelsea chucking the what you, the camera? I had the camera, camera under me because I was the only one with a rain jacket. That like <laughs> I think you guys had jackets that would have been too damp to mm-hmm. to carry the camera. So I'm literally hunched over with the camera under me. And if anyone has ever tried to run, kind of hunched over um, with your knees bent, it's not easy. It's, it's a comedy routine. <laughs> I was so I was hurting. I was hurting after that one, but I saved the camera. We all looked like wet dogs when oh. we walked into that place. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not a styling choice with my hair for this episode. And I that is... well, So we were watching this episode and Chelsea looks at me and says, she's going to say something about her hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't I remember on the it. day you were like, does anybody have a brush? And no one did. And I was like, like well, this looks like hell. It, do- it actually doesn't, though. It, it, well, it looks no. nice. I, I like the little I've wave to it. I've actually received several compliments on yeah. my hair. Yeah, because usually your hair is quite straight. Would you like us to bring a bucket of water for future, <laughs> like, hey, we're about to do this investigation. Like, you're going to be on camera. We can just ice bucket challenge minus the ice. Mm-hmm. I can I can I can think of many reasons why that would not be okay. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Okay. However, <laughs> just to give your hair a little wave, it's, it, it's a little fine. wave. Well, yeah. it'll do that if I just uh, you know don't dry it <laughs> yeah. or run through a rainstorm. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see some curly hair, go watch the Astor Theater episode where I look like little Annie. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's bad. I did not get a perm for that episode. I just have curly hair and I didn't wear a hat. So uh, that that's a little behind the scenes for you. We got it was piss pouring rain. It was so bad. I've never seen rain come that quickly before, just from absolutely nothing, completely dry to just drenched. Um, but you know, looking through what happened that night, that might have been the best thing to happen to us, considering uh, the opening tease to this episode is Paul admitting that uh, he may or may not have uh, you know invited Nazis. Yeah, that is the word. The, the sorry, the printer just yelled at Holly. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna say Nazi, Nazis. Mm. No, we're good. The printer's not. Anyways, um, this is not gonna be a politically charged episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, however, just so you know, uh, Paul did call uh, upon his you know knowledge because he did study this stuff when he was younger, and um, there was some Nazi memorabilia at this military museum. Paul went alone which he does does. and pretty much the second after he was all finished with his calling down to nazis shit got real is Mm -hmm. that fair to say yeah oh yeah that was fun no no that's not the word uh to use um so let's dive into this because this is this is a maddening episode in the best way and like i said it's, it's my favorite so far of the show uh I do want to make a side note. Uh, mannequins are creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's completely dark. It sure They sure are. They got me a couple times. I, I'd go around the corner and just feel like, oh, there they are. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah, that in one around the corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah. That, I didn't like that yeah. one. I forgot about those. They're, they're yeah. not in this particular episode, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure whether if... Just the baby. <laughs> the baby. The doll. The baby. <laughs> Um, so to start this episode off, we have a little bit of a walkthrough recap with Holly, um, who uh, Holly talked to, not the owner, but somebody who was running the museum. And One of the volunteers, some, I think. Yeah, she gave us a pretty good rundown of what they heard, uh, most of it being voices whistling yeah. is one of the things. Um, I don't know if this made the show, but didn't she mention like the sound of chains? It did too? make the show, yeah. Did it? Okay. One, of the, one time they were downstairs and they heard the sound of somebody upstairs walking down the stairs 
there's nobody there and then the sound of the jail door the jail cell door closing mm. yeah and then chains like dropping onto the floor oh that's weird yeah didn't they say something about chains coming down the stairs like they heard dragons yeah and then chains kind of i'm not i can't confirm that but i i do remember her saying that she heard the sound of chains yeah. dropping <sighs> and it was yeah. all in one go like it wasn't like this piece and then this piece yeah. it was all that's yeah creepy. footsteps walking door chains nobody there that's weird so um clearly audio is kind of the name of the game here in this Certainly place is. and uh mm-hmm. Uh, this place lives up to his uh, to its reputation. So we have this conversation. You're kind of recapping all this stuff, and um, and then we find out that uh, Paul invited some spirits over from the cemetery across the street. How do you feel about that? Considering <laughs> it's, uh, it's just one of those things where like, hey, you did this, and it probably wasn't a good idea. And I'm like, okay, Paul, that's fine. And then he's like, hey, guess what I did today? The exact same. And I'm thing. just what. We just did this. You didn't like it. <laughs> you thought it was a bad idea. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, hey, you gotta try everything once. Uh so yeah, Paul Paul invited spirits because there's a graveyard across the street. Um Then then he invited Nazis. Then what you let's uh <laughs> Am I jumping the gun here? Is <laughs> there another something else he invited that I <laughs> We're gonna get to the Nazi section pretty soon, but what I thought was interesting, and it was a moment that uh I think caught us all off guard and it was a, a bit of a kind of uh just a snowball effect from from here on out the deja vu feeling oh yeah uh, w- so there's Ooh. a there's a bit of an archive room and it's got a vault where they have some of their stuff in there because this is a museum and there's a bunch of pictures of old uh you know older people on the on the wall and stuff historical figures and all that stuff but as you say in the episode and i, I can I don't, I don't know if i say this but it felt exactly like what queens county felt like Right before we heard the mm. infamous noise mm-hmm. that has gone down in history, as we still don't know what it is. Uh, when did you first notice that it felt weird? Had you gone in there earlier and it didn't feel like anything? No, it felt weird from the beginning. Okay, this is just the first time you saying it out loud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it had felt weird from the beginning, and I I didn't speak to anyone about it until I spoke to you guys on the camera about it, because. Mm. Eh, what, sometimes just like well this may or may not be of anything of interest so i'll just talk about it now and sure. then if it does become something then so be it but uh yeah it wasn't something that i had just discussed openly and i because i don't know it's a feeling yeah and it's it's one of those kind of intangible things it's hard yeah. to hard to share and there's a lot of those moments i think in the show where we feel weird in this room yeah. yeah you're either gonna take it or you're not yeah yeah sometimes it's not interesting you're like wow i walked in this room and it feels odd compared to <laughs> hey i walked in this room and i heard the sound of like ghost nazis and this thing was moving <laughs> right so you're just like you right. go with that one yeah um the weird thing is is that uh i remember the moment that you told us that you felt deja vu and as that was happening like Chelsea was following you in the room. I know it was it weird. Was, oh, yeah, man. it was like right behind you. I was I was like setting the camera up. That's it was right. Like shot for shot remake <laughs> of how Queens went down. It was so weird. I, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because that, that's why you said, "Oh my god." I was expecting to like something to like <laughs> yell reach at out you. and yell at me again. Yeah. Finish the sentence. Finish the sentence. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> we need um, more. Do we? I would like more. Chelsea, wow. What? I am curious now. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> Growing. You see your, oh, 
You're going to regret it soon. Um, Why? What do you know? <laughs> what do I know? Well, we'll talk about Yarmouth in two episodes. Um, okay. Holly. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so from this, you're, we're having this deja vu moment. It seems like, you know, oh, wow, we've all been here before. Like, this is very bizarre feeling. Is that when you heard the noise upstairs? Which brought us upstairs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I had to think about it. I had heard a couple of noises. Uh, and again, a lot of the times you just think it's somebody else walking around. Yeah. But yeah. in this one in particular was quite audible. And I'm like, okay, either somebody is upstairs right now or we need to go check this out. Mm. And it turned out no one was upstairs. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. So we had upstairs. Um, <laughs> this, I think this is when the deja vu thing was weird, I mm. admit. Yeah. This was about the time I think I started getting the the kind of shit scared out of me a little bit. And I noticed that because when I was watching the footage and I'm watching the episode, I do not follow you downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Really? I stay there for about, I want to say, and obviously things get cut out for time. I was probably there for 30, 40 seconds before I slowly started going down. You were already down testing oh, wow. the lights downstairs in that little far nook that we ended up in. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, something about it just froze me. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the doorknob thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell me about it. That no, was I weird. want you to tell me about oh, it. Oh, well, fine, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you were there. What, what? You felt like it was moving from the other side? Yes. Just so, to set the stage here, we had uh, upstairs, there's a big courtroom. So downstairs is the museum part. There's a couple of offices and stuff like that. But you go upstairs, it's a very old courtroom. And behind the courtroom where the judges chambers and stuff would be, there's a downstairs uh, place where there's a couple storage closets. And then there's another door that you can get into the office area. Downstairs. That's right on the main floor. It was locked. Yeah. And I think there the was a time. door to the exterior, perhaps that was also yes. locked. Yes. So uh, we went down this back place because that's kind of where you would have heard the noise from yeah. roughly and the light was on yes i can attest to this because and i've said this in a couple of other episodes i do b-roll first so when i get there we usually do our walkthrough this time the person that was doing the walkthrough didn't want to be on camera so we just listened and kind of got notes and then i went off to get my b-roll so b-roll is just a you know various shots of the location just to kind of use in the episode to show here's this room here's this room set stage that light was not on. When we, we did the walkthrough with the, the volunteer, we ended up in that back area. She was showing us some old boards from the original jail area. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we walked through there. Now, mind you, it was daytime, but there was no light on. No, because there's a, there's a window in there, is it not? Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of windows. But oh, there's a big window. The only there, way yeah. to turn that light on <coughs> is from that downstairs area. <laughs> Which... Oh, yeah, that's true. And we didn't go down there. No. Well, we, it's funny because when you test the light... I thought Chelsea was going to flick it on upstairs and I it would turn too. it on. Yeah. Nada. You have to be downstairs to turn that light on. Yeah, it was it was odd. It was very odd. I, I felt so weird. I didn't feel uneasy because I don't think uneasy is the word. I, I Something about it felt wrong. You actually say that when you're trying to open the door. I knock this on the door. This feels wrong. <laughs> I will knock on doors if I feel like there's somebody or something on the other side. What would you have done if you would have got a knock back? Well, it's more of a, it's not a, I expect it to knock back. It's more of a, hey, I'm going to enter your space now. You're being respectful. It's, I'm being polite. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. if you ever see me knock on a door, that's it's just why. Cur common courtesy. Yeah. Yeah. 
I can respect ghost respect. Yeah, well, that's why it is. I, it's just, just, just more of a, this was what feels natural in the moment. So I'm going to follow that right. for whatever reason. So you, um, we get downstairs and, and you kind of are, are almost like a magnet to this door. Something about this door feels weird. It was almost like I got there, saw that the light was on, felt like, I felt like there was something on the other side. So then I was expecting to find or see or somebody. Right. And somebody. so the nat- yeah, and then Ugh. the natural way would be to go down the stairs towards the light. And then it was naturally to that door because yeah. I knew the other one was locked. And then I tried the outside one and it was locked. So then the only other option was there. I, I don't know. I expected <laughs> somebody to be down there. Yeah. Ooh. And what we found was very timely for when this episode comes out. Mm. We got a Christmas tree. Yeah, I know. Which Festive. was just like, okay, there's a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. And little spiders. <laughs> oh my God, there were so many spider webs. Yeah, you see me duck down. <laughs> I, I was uh, literally, and then I'm like, are there spiders in my hair? Can someone <laughs> check, please? You think that was a lot of spiders? Yes. So when we got there, um, the volunteer uh, woman, she needed us to go down in the basement just to help her out because one of the one of the water things was was wasn't acting right, so we just had to go down and unplug it. But she doesn't like going down there because it's full of spiders. <laughs> I I want to, I want to have you just visualize this for a second. Okay. <laughs> Imagine looking through just normal glass, right? You can see through it. There's a very yeah, you're getting cold chills already. <laughs> There's a very visual thing. Hey, I can see what's on the other side of that. Imagine if that glass was completely frosted over. That is how many spider webs and spiders were on Ooh. each wall. Like, and I don't even have a problem with spiders. Me neither. But you know, <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 I manned up and went down there, but I didn't like it. Um, uh, Christmas tree inside. Sorry, back to the thing. Yeah. Uh, you think that Christmas tree was haunted? No. No. We should have done a ghost box session. I was just like, oh, it's a Christmas tree and this Mm -hmm. leads nowhere. I was actually really disappointed because I thought that the passage might continue after I opened it. Right. Like after I opened that door. You thought this story wasn't over. That's right. And then it was just a cupboard and I was like, oh, and there's a Christmas tree and there's nothing interesting in here and nothing else is happening. And I was like, oh, that's too bad because everything was leading me to that point. Even the doorknob moving in my hand. That's pretty weird. Like, did it yeah. feel like it was just jiggling? Or And I do want to say this, because I like teasing the hell out of shit. Um, and uh, maybe I shouldn't use the word hell. Uh, <laughs> I like teasing future moments. This is not the last time we have uh, something on the other side of the door screwing with us moment. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Actually, and that's interesting, because also in this episode, it's not the only time that something moves on its own. No, Ooh. it is not. So. Yeah. Let's move on to that because that's that's a pretty crazy moment. Um, well, and then actually, I can think of another thing that moves on its own. The camera. Yeah. Oh, that's where I was going. That's yeah. oh. Were you going to well, the tap, and then tap, to tap. the window? Yeah. Well, it wasn't even to a the tapping. Wall. It was. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anybody born in the nineties got sorry. Uh, oh. Yes. Oh, I see what you did. That's that's great. Um. Yeah. Let, let's let's do this in order because mm-hmm. uh, there's the, a lot. Well, the tapping the window thing that we're going to get to in, in a little bit here. Um, it was the first time where I was watching the show, and I got full body goosebumps. Uh, because I've been there. I've I I'm watching the I'm almost watching the show now as a fan. Mm. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. I wonder how this is going to get cut together. 
this was the first time I was watching it. And as a human being reacting to what Paul was going through, because mm. no one was there. I no. wasn't there. Chelsea wasn't there. He was yeah. on his own. So he, Paul told us what happened. It's not the same. No. I, so, I was not expecting that. Watching no. that episode, I was not expecting that at all. So let's make our way to that. I didn't know we had audio of it. That's fantastic. I'm really, yeah, that's amazing that we caught that. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Ooh. So, oh. So um, you weren't the only one to hear a noise. We will get to the ticking in a second, I, I promise. Mm. I wanted to save it to the end because it's a very big moment. Um. I heard a noise, which prompted Paul to go upstairs. Uh, mm. What I heard was what I can only describe, and I don't think I described it like this at the time, and maybe I should have, was the sound of like a, just a heavy thud. Actually, that was probably pretty close. Like a fist on a table? That was my theory or like at the a time. Or like a mallet? Is it a mallet? Well, I thought it was like, oh, it's a gavel. Gavel. Like that's what it Thank sounds you. like. It's yeah. a gavel. Um, it sounded like an angry hand coming down. Like, I object. Well, I, I had a recent theory, and I kind of wish Paul was here to talk about that. Mm. So as we've teased, uh, Paul found Nazi memorabilia, and because he studied this in, you know, university or whatever, I think it was university, he, uh, you know, he wanted to call down, hey, is there any... Any residual energies Ghost on Nazis here. <laughs> which would then mean ghost Nazis. Yeah. So I want to ask you guys. Um, yeah. I heard this sound, uh, which we, we kind of thought sounded like a goose step eventually. And that's when we finally got it out of Paul that, oh, yeah, he called down ghost Nazis. And uh, <laughs> it's my favorite moment because me and you are both done, Holly. Me and you at the same time are like, are you shitting me? <laughs> you yeah. called down ghost Nazis. So yeah. my question to the thought I heard... Um, what historical figure was pretty famous for slamming his hand down during his speeches? Oh, man. Yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I didn't I don't even he... know my history. So I was wa- yeah, I was uh That's true. I was rewatching the episode and I realized Ah, crap. <laughs> I don't think it because a judge would put his gavel down. I would have he, it, Okay, let me preface this. Uh, I have no idea what I heard. I can't tell you it was a ghost. But if I'm theorizing at what I heard, it sounded like an angry fist coming down on wood. If, in theory, we were dealing with a ghost judge, in theory, we would hear the gavel. Yeah, it would be a way different. Gavel, and that sounds like, you know, it sounds like wood wood. on wood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard flesh on wood. Anger, thump. Yeah. Wait, you heard anger or you felt anger? Heard. It sounded like somebody was pissed and they were like, okay. Just wanted to clarify that. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody was saying like nine. Um, <laughs> Just German for no. No yeah. big deal. Yes. Yeah. You know, if somebody. <laughs> this, is, this is, you know, I, I've I've said in the past couple of episodes, like, man, this 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 thing that happened at Astro is really weird. This thing, this is a new level of what the fuck are we doing? Oh, yeah. Ghost Nazis. I can't make this up. No. <laughs> I can, I'm not clever enough to write this. I know. On my I own. Know. This is next level. This oh, is really. this is this is haunted. So <laughs> that's what I think the thud is now. Yeah, which you haven't actually told your audience. What? What you think the thud is? Oh, the historical figure I was talking about. If you ever watch any of Adolf Hitler's speeches, he's a very um, visual man when it comes to speaking. I mean, he's slamming his hand down on the podium. He's slamming his fist down. Like the guy did not stay still and talk. Mm-hmm. he he was very um and i'm not i'm not giving like oh he was good but he was very charismatic yeah. in the way that he talked 
And that's probably why he got so many people on his side. Yeah. His charisma. Unfortunately, you are quite correct, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. So, that, and I've, it's not like I went out of my way to find this, but I mean, historically, you, documentaries, you're going through social history in, in high school, the bare minimum understanding of history, you know what Hitler was and what he did and, and how he was. And it's just like the second Paul calls out Nazi memorabilia and asks if there's any Nazis that would like to come down and communicate, I hear a, a hand on a wooden table sound. Crazy. Uh, and then did, did, did we end up going up right away? Did you and Paul end up going up? Or did you guys end up sitting in the no, we stairwell no, there? No, the stairwell's next. Yeah. Uh, I think. Hold on. I can't quite remember. There's a lot, I, I, and, I, and I'm not saying that because I, I didn't watch the episode. There's just, Barrington is now a three-parter. Because, because of this. Because so yeah. much happened. So yeah. I'm a little, you know, flustered when it comes to, okay, when did this happen? Um, so let's actually move on to the sitting thing. Because I, I, I still can't quite explain what happened with this camera. Yeah. Because we've never had it happen before or since. So we're, we're sitting there, me and Paul are sitting on the stairs and we're talking about something. Um, I think we're talking about the whole kind of investigation so far. And we both had a simultaneous moment of, I won't say fear, but intrigue behind us. And you see in the episode, we both kind of look back and then we look down towards the, um, the bottom of the stairs where it's almost as if something passed us by. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, we look at the footage and the time of one of our CCTVs, which was shooting the uh, the judges chamber, or not the judges chambers, the main um, courtroom area, uh, moves. <laughs> yeah, Jim and I thought you guys had tugged on a wire or something, and that's why it had moved. Nope, that wire was at minimum three feet away from us. Yeah, well, I saw that later. <laughs> yeah. So hanging on and the And even wall. if even if you guys would have touched it, there was enough give that it wouldn't have moved the camera. The only problem is that if we would have hauled that cord, it would have came towards us. This was yeah. um because the cord is connected to the back of the camera. Mm-hmm. If if I tug on the cord, it's gonna bring the box that it's mm-hmm. connected to. We have these things screwed into boxes. Yeah. Like they are not moving on their own. Um, and it would have gone the other direction because of the way it's being tugged. Exactly. Yeah. Like it would have came towards the stairs because the wire is coming out of the back. Mm-hmm. It would not have moved just the camera. Yeah. There's no way for us to haul that unless the wire was like wrapped around the camera. But we would have never done that. Yeah. Um, we usually we usually leave some give to the wires just in case like, you know, one of us hits the wire with their foot. We don't want that thing. Fl- we do this in the dark. Yeah. I don't know if the people <laughs> notice this, and and I can't wait to talk about it next week because I want to talk about darkness because I think we finally get a real idea of how dark it is when we do this show. Um, that it, that camera shouldn't move like that. The weirdest thing, and the thing that I've been absolutely saying every single episode, I hate orbs. I think they're all fake. They're all dust. Except with context, we finally get one of those in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me a while to be convinced. Paul showed me, I want to say, a month and a half ago the time-coded footage of the two CCTVs, the one that was on me and him and the one that was on the uh, the uh, courtroom and showed one orb passing by and immediately going in between us yeah. down the stairs as we turn I know. as if to follow it. And of course, when it passes by the camera, that's when it ducks down. Um, which weirdly enough matches up with what people were hearing. 
Didn't they hear people um, walking down those stairs? Yeah. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> we like. What what are the chances? I I I love this piece for the multiple like aspects of it. Mm-hmm. The the camera moving that the the orb object moving past and then immediately we see it on another camera yeah. going between two of you you react to it yeah without seeing it it's it's really it's fantastic that's it's funny cuz me and Jim i think we and you were talking about this too we had always wanted something visual that if we were going to get something visual we wanted it to start on one camera and go to another oh, nice. cuz then it's like yeah. okay it can't it's not just a camera blip on this yeah. one camera. If it passed into another camera, like that's creepy. This is the closest we've gotten so far to that. I would agree with that. And it's not just, oh, an orb passes by and the camera stays still and then it passes by us and we're just fine. Mm-hmm. The camera dips down and then we literally turn. Like I look like a goof <laughs> because I'm like really concerned with like. Yeah. And it's really dark right. in there too. Like so. Yeah, I hate it. You're in on full darkness. Yeah. What? You're sitting just across from Paul. Yep. What what do you remember what you felt? What you I've, were thinking? Yes, because um so there was a red exit sign behind us. That was getting me a little creeped out, but I was like, <laughs> oh, it's just a sign. I'm getting stupid. So I had calmed down a little bit. And me and Paul were talking about just whatever. <clears throat> the second that I turn around and react, I felt like somebody was standing two feet behind me, above me. Oh, <laughs> nice. And I, I hate that feeling. I <laughs> don't know if I told Paul that, but I remember like, and you see my face, I'm just like, I'm almost, <laughs> I think if you watch it, and I can't be too short on this because I, I, I haven't watched it in a couple of days, but if you, I think if I remember, like my body reacts first and like the stairs from earlier, I think I take a moment to be like, ooh, if something's back there, I don't know if I want to see it. Do I keep staring forward <laughs> yeah. or do I look behind me? It's like you want your peripherals to, to glance at it. No. I think <laughs> at that one moment, I was like, if if Satan himself is behind me, I will never know because I am never looking back. And then I realized, shit, I'm doing a ghost hunting show. Oh, yeah. I have to look back. Yeah. yeah. And I looked back and when I did, that's when the orb passed by. And then I brought my attention back as if, and I didn't feel it anymore. When I turned around, I didn't feel it. So when you say you felt like it was behind you, but two feet up, do you mean like physically up above the ground or that if someone was standing there, they would have been two feet up? Because we were sitting. Yeah. It was as if somebody was standing on the steps above me. Mm. Ah, that's a really creepy image. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because it was pitch black up there too. It's also weird that it comes, it basically comes from the window where Paul, like from that end of the window where Paul heard that stuff. Yeah, which we'll get to in a second. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it like goes from there to... You know what? Screw it. Let's get into it now. We've teased enough. I think it's time to talk about the clicking. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, Jesus. My favorite thing. I can't, you, you call it the clicking, but it's not the <laughs> clicking, man. It's... I it's mean, tapping the... Well, I guess we hear the clicking. Paul sees what it is that's doing it. I've yes. never... I've never been looking at something and then seen it move unnaturally in a way that I knew something must be interacting with it. So I'm really <laughs> super jealous because I think I probably <laughs> would have lost my shit there. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. He was, I would be freaking out. He was like really like... He was super calm. Yeah. Well, well, calm might not be the word. Oh, no. Maybe terrified enough not to move. <laughs> the, see, this this podcast is also kind of a teardown of what I think Paul feels because Paul puts up, puts up the, the, the mask where he won't show that he's scared except for in brief moments. Mm. He's the team leader. You know, he is the guy mm-hmm. that goes in first, and I, I can respect that. However, I can also see past the mask a couple of times. Paul usually doesn't freeze like that. 
Oh, good point. He usually yeah. is like, he usually turns his head, will go towards something trying to figure out what the hell that is. He stood there in complete stillness as he's watching what I'm about to describe and we teased the lock of one of the windows moving on its own. Mm-hmm. Tapping. Back and forth. Yeah. Back and forth. Repeatedly. I just got like cold chills. Oh, it's this is wrapped up. This is the one single moment of the show. Uh, and not to say that there aren't other moments that would give other people cold chills, but I was there for all this, so I, I know what's coming. This was the one moment of the show where I had no idea because I was only hearing it from Paul. Paul was telling us what he heard. Yeah. What he went through. I mean, what do you do? You weren't there with him. I can't feel what he felt watching this mm-hmm. and hearing the sound because he took the sound from his uh adr recorder mm-hmm. and uh oh, pl- played it awesome he played it because we weren't filming we were taking a break yeah he yeah, was, I was there, downstairs he was up there alone and keep in mind and we're going to talk about this in the next episode because there's a great clip in part two of barrington where it really shows how dark these rooms are mm. he's up there in pitch black yeah and that thing is clicking ticking on its own yeah and there's on its own there is no way it was something from outside it was like two stories up there's no, no trees there was no wind that night there's no, no there was no um, it wasn't even yeah it wouldn't even like you think maybe vibrations or something would make it move but it was on the side of was it not like the lock was, or like one of those things that you use to like wrap a blind thing around like do you know the, the wires i can't remember the wires? i feel it, it, was, was, it was something on the side the it was um remember there was like it was on a hinge, whatever. Yeah, it was, it was. like yeah. a little hinge. Um, but but yeah, you would, would be go... moving against gravity to move it up yep. and down. Yep. That's what's messed up. It's not like it's a <sighs> clunk, you know. And there's no draft. It's back and yeah, forth. Yeah, there's no draft forth. at all. We checked because um, it's the one. If it was we metal, did... it wouldn't have moved with yeah. wind. No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we checked immediately after. Like Paul, you know. Oh, so Paul good. checks his shit. If he thinks something happened. Paul's the kind of guy that will go out of his way to figure out what is this and how can I explain it. Oh, yeah, to prove it in a, it was a rational thing. Yes. Absolutely. This was not the case that he could explain it because he literally watched it in front of his eyes. Watched, yeah. yeah. And there's audible evidence. I wish, I so wish the camera was just a little bit over. I know, because it was like right there. Is it right off the edge? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what it was at first when I was like watching it. I was just, I remember him talking about him hearing this clicking noise, but I was like, okay. You can reference what it looks like, like what that one would look like, because there's another one on the other side. There's two on each side of the window. So we do see it the next episode of the show. Yeah. Um, We we see exactly what it is, because that's when he shows us what was going on. Yeah uh so chelsea yes (laughs) and this is a bit of a tease because i think this is in the next episode oh uh what did it sound like to you okay to me you heard it well from the from what yeah we uh played back so so, okay paul explained what it was to us Mm -hmm. so he was going like yeah it went and he was explaining like this is what i saw this is what i heard um we didn't clue in at the time you did you clued in it's like you know what that sounds like listening back she confirmed exactly what it sounded like which yeah. was it sounds like sos in morris code and the, the thing is the tapping of the thing on the window yes yep. Good it sounded God. like sos and weren't we next to um a radio, a radio room. room yeah we were yeah so it's like as if someone was like tapping out to to uh people right in a military <laughs> museum yeah so they would have had to use morris code for things how oh, the cold is real. I just got another cold chill from that. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, because like right away once he said, it, I'm like, dude, that is SOS. <laughs> and I can like I can be here and, and be here like, OK, Paul told me this happened. I have no idea. So for the longest time, I had no idea what he went through. I don't mm. know. Yeah, he doesn't talk about it usually. No, yeah. we don't talk to Paul much about this unless he finds something that's really, really crazy and he wants to tell <laughs> us. But most of the time it's like I'll, I'll ask him to see something or whatever. Um, but I can only trust him as much as I can. I trust him. I don't think he's going to lie. Hearing it mm. put this whole thing into like another level of like, what mm-hmm. is that? Yeah. The sound. The Queens County voice. You look like you're about to cry. Dude, <laughs> this, this noise. You're so. I, <laughs> I love the Queens County voice, the noise. Yeah. I don't. This. I don't love it. <laughs> this for me, hearing it, mm. did more just to spook me the hell out you know what that i'm kind of on board with that too like i like i said queens county that one was my number one but actually hearing the 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 morris code yeah um that definitely put it as number one for me and everything else that happens in this episode i love it and not not knowing what it was until we just watched the episode yeah like that was shocking yeah it's the oh it just the hair on my back the hair on the back of my neck just stands up it's just like i can't imagine being paul in that moment like i can't imagine having frozen. that happen he's, to you <laughs> he's completely frozen yeah and you don't see that a lot from paul no paul's paul's one of the like goofiest guys i've ever met because he l- makes light of very dark situations he mm-hmm. he breaks yeah. the tension <laughs> consistently yep. he was just staring and then he yelled for me in a way that I have never heard in my life. Because mm-hmm. usually he'll put the walkie up to his mouth and say, hey, do you want to come up here and, and film this? Yeah. He straight up went to Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> That's true. It, it, I've never, I have very rarely like, seen him like that. It was like he was, uh, he was scared. He was scared. And he was like, I got to get them up here now because. <laughs> Hurry up. Yeah. I, I don't Man. think he wanted to be in that room alone for much longer. Wow. <laughs> he couldn't even say crew. Come get a camera up here. <laughs> yeah. Dylan. <laughs> Come up here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. So good. I love so it. So good. I really do. I know. I want to um, rewatch it now. Yeah. I know. Uh, so part one of Barrington. Um, we just found out recently that it's actually going to be a three-parter because so much stuff happened. I mean, yeah. this was a crazy, crazy location. Um, wh- what do you think? What did you think when you first got there compared to, you know, up until the point of hearing this? Oh, man. D- way, way, way more stuff, like, looking at the evidence, like, looking at it now Yeah. than on the day. I sure, definitely yeah. felt uncomfortable. There was a couple of weird things and moments I think a lot of the times I try to just, you know, normalize what happens mm-hmm. afterwards. But now watching it, I'm like, yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. That's not sure. normal. Yeah. And that's a lot, that's a lot heavier than I thought it was. And that's, and I knew about the ghost Nazis. Mm. Yeah. I, I love the look on your face when he says, I may. <laughs> I said, I already know what's coming. That. Yeah. Well, your eyes are just like. I know. I'm like, those are some big eyes there, Holly. <laughs> I'm just like, sweet mother of all that's holy. Are you kidding me right now? Was that was there a moment that stood out to you personally, you know, in what we've seen so far that really just like, um, I guess, set the tone for what the what rest I, of the night would be? Oh, for that night? Yeah. You know, it, it's funny. You think it's going. Maybe it is still the ghost Nazi stuff. It, it's just when when you when your co-host tells you that they've 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 
spoken to the spirits of this memorabilia and they've asked for ghost Nazis to come down, you're pretty much like, okay, I'm done. That's it. I got nothing. <laughs> Anything can happen. You went and got a Twizzler. I did. I was like, I need a break. You went and got a Twizzler. I did. I was like, you know what? I'm going over here to get a snack. Oh, man. Yep. And then, and then he goes upstairs and, and there's that noise, which... Yeah. And, and and something moving. Mm-hmm. I I really that that actually almost shocks me more. Yeah. And I I love the timing that just the, the, the coincidence, if you can call it that, which I don't think it is, of all of those little moments leading up to you know, with the camera falling, mm-hmm. that 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 light anomaly passing by continuing down the stairs from the another camera and you guys reacting to it that's amazing (laughs) i mean there's a one in a million chance that's not normal that's (laughs) not that's not this world normal that's what we're here for and that's the thing we a lot of the time we pay attention to it's the context and coincidences when they kind of go beyond coincidences this is a pretty good example of that it's one of the one of the things that tells me that it's so important to pay attention to how you are feeling in the moment because mm-hmm. how you and Paul were feeling in that moment really adds to what was happening. If it had been the camera and we saw a light anomaly, okay, that's interesting, but that you're reacting to it. But of course, we didn't necessarily know about all of that until yeah. later. So yeah. looking at it in the moment about how you're feeling and what's happening for you, I think it just adds adds everything to what's going on. Not to tease uh, or not to give away the next couple of episodes or even season two. Um, do, do you think uh, this is the only do you think I'm going to ask? <laughs> I, know, I already I know started to laugh. I do. Well, I just have one question because it, it's kind of this theme with me anyways. Do you think the way that I'm feeling despite me saying like, yeah, I felt this, you know, you, in my core fear that I just can't control is contributing to the shit that I, I've seen since Cooper's contributing to what you're experiencing like if i'm in a scenario if you and paul are in one room and you're doing your thing and i swap out with you and i'm with paul i'm new to this i haven't done this before you guys have at the very least a core uh experience between you that you've gone through this before and and all this stuff i'm coming at this completely fresh shit scares the hell out of me i can admit that sure i can say me too (laughs) i can say that i'm not scared i can say that yeah yeah, I'm, I'm, i'm tough or whatever like that do you think me sitting there being literally scared shitless out of my mind and, and all that is contributing to just the amount of shit that I go through for the next couple of episodes? Depends on what you go through. I, I think that your level of fear will contribute to what you think you might be experiencing. But okay. let me finish yeah. that. It doesn't contribute to the the visual, the audible, like the, the physical things that are happening. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. I don't think you being frightened is going to make the blind mm-hmm. trigger move for Paul. Is that what you're mm-hmm. asking? Kind of. Um, yeah. That's As if you're opening yeah. a door for everyone else, kind of. Well, I just think that I... I, I mean, your I... energy level theoretically could be contributing to the spirits that are there that can draw on it and more is able to happen. Mm. I tell you, I go down a very fear-filled road. Yeah, you and me both. Like really bad this next few episodes oh. in the opening of, oh, of yeah. I thought you two. meant in general when you go to location I'm like yeah I'm generally like <laughs> well we did Cooper's and then you know I felt fine after Cooper's and we did Yarmouth Yarmouth as I said really didn't do anything for yeah. me and then I get here and this is 
post Yarmouth House, which will be in part <laughs> three of Barrington. And I go through the craziest shit of my life consistently. I don't think you've fully spoken, at least with me, about everything that was happening for you at the time. So, at the Yarmouth House? Yeah. I mean, you've told me what happened, but it's, it, I mean, it's the, it's the difference between being like, yeah, I, I, I saw, I saw this move and oh my God, this is what happened. And this is what went through my mind. And this is, you, you know, mm-hmm. there's a difference. I get you. In part three of Barrington, which will be episode 11, um, I'll give you the full. Good. This, the, <laughs> cause I, I, I have underplayed it. Yeah. I think probably that's it, normal to, to briefly. Natural. Mm-hmm. briefly tease it i have never felt something like that in my life i'm sorry <laughs> oh, just overwhelming something is wrong yeah i it, like help <laughs> i don't know what to do so close that, the door that well i tried but uh I don't like shadows. Um, so part three of Barrington, that'll be coming on. Uh, that's episode 11 of um, Haunted and Beyond Haunted. Uh, so a little update on the schedule because last time I gave you this, uh, things have changed because now that um, Barrington is a three-parter, it's kind of moved things up. So I'm just going to tease the next two episodes to come out for Barrington. So I, I'm calling it the Barrington Trilogy because uh, it's really quite a story. South Shore Trilogy. It's called South Shore Trilogy. So you have already seen uh, part one of Barrington. Part two is coming out on December 19th, and uh, part three, which I thought was coming out on the 26th, is coming out on June 2nd. So, unfortunately, on the 26th... Yes, sorry. Did I say June? I think you said June. We're skipping seven six months. (laughs) You're going to have to wait a really (laughs) long time. Let me try that again, folks. So, on December 19th, we're getting Barrington Part 2. On December 26th, um, there will be a rerun of one of our episodes, so there won't be a new one. Um, and then on January 2nd, we're getting part three of Barrington and part three of Barrington is really just a smorgasbord of darker than dark. I believe you've used in the past. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a, it's a lot of fun for everybody involved. Um, and then following that, we have our season, um, finale, uh, kind of location, a two-parter on the ninth, we're getting seaside part one. And on the 16th, it is the season finale of haunted season one Ooh. with seaside part two. And uh, well, let me tell you, seaside. By the seashore. Seaside's a, it's a place. (laughs) Would you go back? You asked me this. uh, I know. Months ago. (laughs) Things change. Personally, I I know you asked him, but I would not. I was so happy to get out of that place. Seaside. Yes, it's the only place that I was like, I need to get out of here. (laughs) I wouldn't mind going back there. That was me whistling, folks. That was I was not expecting that. Yeah. I'll say this for the sake. I'm, not, I'm just thinking I'm not looking at ghosts in the hallway. Um, I was ghosts in the hallway. I, I'm Sorry. thinking about where I was mindset wise mm. when I was there. I would like to go back a little fresher Ooh. and mm. not be so caught up with what Yarmouth was doing to me mentally mm-hmm. and go in it after staying in a bed that isn't, you know, two feet away from whatever I saw. Uh, I wouldn't mind going back. Pretty much up for going back to any location. However, it is the it is the one location where where I think we should have left earlier. Mm. I don't think 
I'm that a, we were safe. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that because um, Seaside is kind of uh, this kind of three-part story where we get there and it's a ha- it's a haunted house and then we kind of go through a couple of things. Then things shut down. Mm-hmm. And for kind of the first time in our experiences with haunted, things get physical. Mm. Yeah. And it's very weird. So... Um, this is Bit Barrington Part 1, the Western Military Museum Part 1. Uh, very, very spooky time uh, here, and we are just, we're one-third of the way through this absolute hellscape that was Barrington and the Yarmouth House, which we will see. Oh, <laughs> it sucks. It's the worst. So, thank you for listening. Uh, come back next week, and we're going to be talking about, um, m- more in detail about uh, the SOS, possible Morse code thing. Yeah. Um, the pitch blackness of what we do, a lot of cold, more, a more lot Morse of cold, <laughs> and uh, ooh, a room that, um, let's just say, metaphorically, had a little bit of a grasp on me. So my name is Dylan Garland. I'm Chelsea Camo. I'm Holly Stevens. And we're in too deep because we are beyond haunted. <laughs>